Welcome to the Jamodi Podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi, just a matter of doing it. As a program, we love uh, the, the two reasons why players miss in games besides their mechanics. So once we get the mechanics right, is that they practice too slow and they practice without pressure. Right. And so like, that's why they're missing in games once form is right. So uh, we like to play a lot of shooting games in practice and, and in, in the day. What's your favorite shooting game to, to play with players? Five in a row, same spot. Five in a row, same spot, game speed. Five in a row, same spot, game speed. Now, I'm going to tell you how I found that out. I, I, I was... I was uh, my first varsity team. I found out I, I, res I, I, the coach resigned after four years, after four games when they were beat 66 to two. My, yes. son, my son was a high scorer. Oh, sure, 66 to four. My son was a high scorer with two. <laughs> then we had two other free throws. So I, 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 uh, I, I learned that when you don't have a lot of talent, you have to have small little goals that the kids to keep their to keep them you know encouraged in the game. And so one day when we were shooting, I, I created five spots around the floor. Uh, the post people had to do their different things, and these guards had the two guards teamed up, and they had to make five shots from the spot and then move on. And uh, then when they did finish, they would come in and talk to me and tell me they finished their five made five. So they made their five shots. And as they were doing it, I looked over there and the two guys, two of them, my son was one of them. And they were talking about a sale down at Dairy Queen on banana splits. This was during their one person would rebound, he'd pass it out and then he'd shoot. And they're during this, he's, oh, is it really? In this Christ, man, we're going to have to hit while they're doing the drill. And so I realized then I had to create, do something to get them to what? Focus. Focus. Yeah focus so now i said you have i brought them all in i said now you have to make five in a row before you move on to the next spot so we started that just the five in a row now i used to give i would give five minutes to, for them to get around to their five spots and the spot, spots they they we chose were were spots that showed up that they got shots out of the offense that we had so those were so they were used to those areas on the floor, and so we if we cut that down from five minutes to two and a half minutes, they actually finished it faster because they were now the rules. I didn't have to say a word. They were then focused because five in a row. Then we added. Then we added. We actually put the time up. Now we got a pressure yes. on here. Yep. And so now they're shooting, and then the passing got better. Because if you receive a pass low or out of position, your body has to regain balance and then shoot. And so the passing, because the guy didn't want to take, he had four in a row. He didn't want a bad pass on that shot. So he told him where, yeah, he told him where he wanted the ball. Yeah. So I said, wow, this is good. These guys are talking. They want to, they want to get their five in a row. And if they got down, we'd give them a soda or something like this, you know, anything, anything gets a mind. 
the Dairy Queen. They finally got their Dairy, dairy Queen. Dairy Queen, yeah. So, <laughs> so by doing that, if you as a coach, if you can get them to focus and something in a row forces mm. you to be consistent with the way you perform the mechanics of the shot in a row. Uh, if you're uh, someone said, well, I, I, I make, miss, make, miss, I'm shooting 50%. Well, in practice, you have to overtrain to get the game effect, to eliminate, to, 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 to respond to the game effect. Game effect is when all the noise of the crowd, game effect is you're out there and the coach says, you're coming out after three minutes. If you don't end up in the plus category of your pluses, you feel all that pressure. Yeah. Game effect is when people, when you made your last shot, people or two shots, people are starting to come at you yeah, from adrenaline, all different angles. Adrenaline, yeah. And so that game effect. So how do you create that in practice? It's very difficult. So what you try to do is create any shooting game, get as much, get as much, uh, get as much pressure as you can involve, as you can. But you start shooting slow the right way. And if you can do it slow, then you start to do it faster. Now, in our camps, we say deliver the ball at game speed five in a row from the same spot, from game position, whatever you, sh- whatever position are you shooting. Uh, for instance, if a guy shoots a little, a little baby hook around the basket or gets a, a drop shot, uh, we say, okay, then practice that shot. Just don't go into a game and pra- pretend to get it. Actually work on that. Well, well, what's your rule that you use? Five in a row from the same spot, from game position, whatever you get. And then shoot it at game speed. Well, how do you regulate game speed? So uh, we came down to this. But the, when the ball actually starts to leave the hand, as you snap the wrist, but, but before the ball leaves the hand, you say the words game speed as fast as you can. Game speed. No, it isn't that fast. Yes, it is. Game speed. And so we say when the ball starts to go up, when you start to go up in your shot, say the word game speed. And now they're speeding it up because when someone's coming at you, you catch the ball, you watch how fast. Now you say, well, people don't shoot that. The guy that gets one shot off and no one's been guarding, he can shoot slow. <laughs> uh, I remember this one game we had. It's one young man. We used to have Friday, Saturday night games. And this one kid had, he couldn't miss from the three point line. And it, and he generally was not a great shooter. But that, that night, the planets were lined up for him. The next night, different school, he couldn't make a shot. People were closing on him extremely fast. He said, Coach, I just can't hit. Why? I said, I said they read the papers. What do you mean, Coach? They all see that you were on three-pointers. This, this, this young man made so many three-pointers. And he said, they're coming at you, and you haven't practiced. This is my fault. It's, again, my fault. Yeah. You haven't practiced at that speed. So you practice at game speed. Once you start to come up, not, and then, no, it's game speed. Because once you catch that ball in, once you start to go up, say the word game speed as fast as you can, and your ear should hear the D of speed before the ball or as the ball is released. That way you can kind of regulate that when you're shooting on the gun. Uh, Tubby Smith and I, when Tubby Smith took the job over here in, in Minneapolis several years ago, I went over to be with him. He did his friends and Dorsey for a few years. And so we were watching from the stands as the seniors came out and were practicing shooting. 
and after a while, they were catching the ball, and they had a, a they had people work with it, give them a pass, and they go through the motion, catch and shoot. He says, "Jay, what a waste of time! They're uh, not practicing at game speed." So the mind, I when I ask kids, I say, "What produces more force when you go faster or when you go slower?" And they say, "Well, faster." Well, so you have to log time in your mind. You have to create mental your mind has to put log in your mind what that feels like to deliver that amount of power at that speed and you have to have muscle memory that's what it means the mind the body the mind goes back well i've done this before this is not new to me uh sometimes players i remember kobe bryant uh when he would say he says has the game slowed down for you and coach wooden Years ago, used to have uh, some of you, most of you guys know John Wooden as you know, the guy's been gone. I got a picture of him, but good friend. But anyway, John would say he would practice, go through a play, and they go faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. And so when they got to the game, they were so used to doing it, it was slow motion. It felt like slow motion because it, it wasn't an adjustment to them. So the real job the coaches have is to create their practices in a position, in a way that mimics the game tempo, the game speed. Uh, have two people coming out after a shooter, not just one. Have them feel that pressure from both sides. Uh, we never block the shot. We will always go across like that. It's how they feel that, but don't block the shot on someone. But just know what it, what it feels like to have people coming at you. Uh, there's a great picture on our, our shooting camps page where a young man from Washington is taking a shot, and there's two kids coming out after him. And again, it's not that he made that shot, it was, but he made that not only made that shot, but he practiced that shot with people coming out at him and catching and shooting. You can't shoot slow. Watch the NBA Finals. Oh, you're right. I mean, I mean, you can't. You, the better the play, the better the defense. It's no longer it's no longer slow anymore. You don't get open shots. I mean, they're right. hanging on you. I don't know why they don't call it any calls as they do, but but it happens so fast. So again, you have to practice that way. That's why a lot of coaches will go seven people on on five to break a press, or eight people on five to make it as difficult as possible. So wow, when you get into five on five, this is simple. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I hate, I, can't, I feel like I'm doing all the talking here. Well, <laughs> coach, you're, you're, it's amazing. I've never heard the, the game speed because the whole idea behind this podcast is not because a lot of people have good stuff and, 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 but not just what, what they do. So like we want our players to shoot at game speed. That's great. That's great. But how, how do you get them to do that? Like that golden nugget of saying game speed. No, no, it's That's not game speed. It's game speed. Game speed. Say it as fast as game you speed. can say yeah. it. And by saying it real fast, as you shoot, it, it, it immediately signals them they have to bring it up faster. They have to bring it up faster. Catch and bring it up faster. Catch. Game speed. Game speed. But game that, 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 that's, that's, it's genius. Like, that's awesome. Now you like, have a method. See, now you have yeah. a method to use for whatever shooting you drill you do. Uh, it's, uh, it's like the guy that, if you've ever been a stock boy in a grocery store, you go in there and you have beans and you have peas and whatever, 
And if you put one can of beans up there and you got 30 cans of peas up there, if you close your eyes and you, you grab for it, you're going to probably get the one you get the most of. It works the same for shooting. This is muscle memory. If you shoot all the time slow, all slow instead of gain speed, you got a whole bunch of stuff in your mind the wrong way. Mm. How do you expect in a game? Uh, there was a guy down at, uh, again, I, I, I'm only an hour from University of Minnesota. So when coaches would go down there, I would go down. And, uh, and this one young man came off the floor. I remember, uh, well, I can see it, it Taylor, uh, Cam Taylor. I worked with him over here in Minneapolis. And then he goes down to the place for the Badgers. And when our, when our first, when one of our first phone calls I had with him, he says, he's a coach. There's not one quick person here. They're all quick. He says, I couldn't get the ball up. They're blocking my shot. And so he was a star before in, in, a, in a group of people that maybe weren't as talented as him. But now when they're all stars and they get ready, everybody's quick. Yep. And so then you have to then take that next level up and so we as coaches, what we try to do then is get them that in practice. Before you leave, I want to cover one thing. One of the things you can shut down a player so fast is to say, don't take that shot. Don't take that shot. Mm. Now, you can think that as a coach. But this is what I learned. Uh, I, 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 um, one of the questions, what have you borrowed from somebody told me that he says, I will never tell a kid it's a bad shot. In a scrimmage, which is like a game situation or a game situation, we will talk to our players and say, what is a good shot? What's a good shot for you? Are you within your range? How can you tell what your range is? Well, it's real simple. When you can make five in a row from the same spot, from game position, that means, that means how you position your body. Okay. Obviously, I have to position my body. If I'm a postman, I position differently for a, for the release of a shot than a, than a perimeter shot. So what, that's why the game position at what speed, man? Game speed. Game speed. Game speed. So that determines. Well, how how do I know what my what my what my range is? Well, wherever you can make five in a row in the same spot. Again, that tells you. So now you can pick your areas. Now we inform kids. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that kids don't make take bad shots ever. But we never tell them that. We never say he took a bad shot. Because the confidence, you can see some players, if they miss, they, they make their first shot or two, man, oh, man, it's great. If they miss their first shot or two, they go right into passing mode, right? Mm -hmm. You've seen them. They don't want it. They want to hesitate. And we're, once in a while, we get these guys, we have colored no conscience. <laughs> I mean, they can be over 10 and they're going to put it up there if they're open. Okay. And they're always open in their mind. No, no, people leave them open because they're most, they're over 10. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. And if they, so people like, but most people aren't that way that I, that I have coached. A few are that way. And I like that. And I, I want to really coach up those people so they really know the mechanics and are doing well. So they shoot better. But most people live on those shots. They miss a few in a row or they go into pad. They go in. So this one guy I know, he brought one of these fake toilets. It's a little baby little toilet. And it had a flushing thing. And so he, if he came over to the side, he on a timeout, he said, flush that miss away. Flush it away. It's gone. It's history. Remember, it's history. Always. 
don't think about what's in the past. Mm. In a, you change things in practice. You don't change things in a game. That's why it's so hard to, when you draw plays on a court, one of the worst things to do is to draw up something that's brand new. Now, the kids will nod their head. Yeah. But you have no clue because you watch those kids leave that huddle. They go to the kid who is really a star. What do you say? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? They're literally asking one another what they're supposed to do. So you always diagram all your 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 things that you're going to work with kids, and you practice it in the game. Then you can remind them how that play went. But something new. I mean, you have to be really special. Have a bunch mm-hmm. of special group of kids to come up with something new. Uh, once you'll get a, you'll get a bunch like that, and maybe you have that right now. But it's fun with when you can create something brand new and that. They'll do it. Most of the time, you just have to practice it and practice it. And uh, again, if you practice it in practice, that's the time to teach, not during a game. I, I had so many coaches holler from the side, like, rebound, rebound. Oh, is that uh, something new that we're covering <laughs> called rebound? No, it's going to be habit before they go in the right. game. Chances for you. Box out, box out. Oh, come on. That means you're not doing it. It's telling everybody you haven't done your job if you've got to say those simple things like that. Close out. Close out. No, you haven't done your job, coach. And you're really yeah. telling everybody, hey, this isn't the reason our kids aren't playing too well is because I'm talking so much from the from the bench here. I'm trying to teach here. I, I, to teach. I had a coach talk about specifically about again. I had a coach talk about that uh, specifically about in games. Um saying less and how the, it may appear as if you're not coaching, not trying hard or not caring, but those coaches that say less tend to have already done their job in practice. And then the guys like me that are verbally just going, going, going and saying things. That was me. Yeah. That was it's me. hard. It's hard to turn that off, but you're, you're right on the money. And, and, and I thought you nailed it with the shooting confidence piece of, if we're trying to teach that in a game situation as coaches as to what their shot is, and, and then if we do say those things that just erode confidence even more from them, yeah, we definitely haven't done our job as coaches in practice of helping them understand what their shot is, helping them know what it feels like, and we have to have a common language throughout the team. One of the greatest uh, – Michael Jordan's uh, – Final game stats for all his uh, percentages, I believe, was just a little bit under 50%. That means he missed one out of every two shots. Missing, well, I tell this to kids, missing is a part of shooting. Yeah. Missing is a part of making. If you've never missed shots, you're not shooting. You're not shooting enough. Missing is a part of making. And that sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but it, it's the absolute truth. And when and during a game, my coach said, don't worry about those 10 misses. We need you for the future. Don't worry about the past. Selective like, amnesia. Yeah. Choose be, what you remember. Choose what you forget. Yeah. <laughs> In the sea of God's forgetfulness. That's where our sin is. God for, removes our sin as far as the east is from the west. Yeah. It's gone. He doesn't bring it up anymore. And... Oh, Jay Wolf as a coach, man, I don't want that kid who's missed. Oh, don't shoot, don't shoot. 
And I would say that. Come on, you, you missed the last five. You get a clue. I'd say, get a clue. You're not on tonight. Give it up. Go to the rim or whatever. Don't be more. You know what? So many times I've been beaten by kids who threw up a prayer at the end. Not the kid that was the good shooter because we had him double covered. The guy that wasn't supposed to take the shot took the shot. And we got beat by a kid that was a poor shooter. It, so my point in saying that is you never know who you're going to need. Mm. If the kids open, come to your star. Well, you can't call timeout. You only got three seconds left. The place there. You got to take the, oh, coach doesn't want me to shoot. Remember that? Coach won't. No. You want as much confidence from that kid that shoots with two hands where he looks like he's got a train wreck hands but a train wreck for a shot. We want him shooting the ball. At least you have a chance then. At least the ball maybe bounce up. Maybe he'll hit a guide wire. <laughs> <laughs> love that but that speaks to uh, it as as coaches uh one thing uh, when i was i was working at mckinney high school as a varsity assistant uh coach watson and i he was the head coach there he he, he we both kind of made this comment after a really hard year man if we only had better shooters you know if we all if our team only had better shooters then this would work and that would work and it was almost like a light bulb moment okay so we can either sit around here and wait for those dudes to move in which doesn't happen much, or we start to train up shooters, train their minds, train their form, train train our our what the, our the way we speak as a team. Train that, all the coaches who are in yes, the system. That was transformational for us coming to that conclusion, and and since then it's amazing when you all when you train them all to shoot, and if they all believe, if I'm open, coach says I'm allowed to pull this. It's amazing the buy-in that you get. The guy, why don't our guys practice shooting? Well, he knows he's just a screener. He knows he's not allowed to do it. So yeah. are you surprised? No, it's, uh, uh, I noticed this when the kids would, my kids would graduate, seniors. A lot of them, most bad shooters, they come back six months later and they would have them scrimmage our varsity during, over Christmas. Okay, so they come and, man, these kids are great shooters. So I'd say, how is it that you can shoot now and you couldn't shoot then? Well, they didn't have Jay Wolf nagging on them, okay? They were completely on their own. Whatever ability they had, you take as what you have and do the best you can with it. And it's surprising. You get a lot more positive stuff with it. Yeah. But they didn't have a coach telling bad shot, run this, do this. They weren't thinking. They were just reacting and playing the game. So I thought, boy, if these kids can do it, they don't have a lot of ability. And now they're shooting the eyes out. Why is that? Because they don't have that constant pressure of that coach. So to create, easy to say now. Yes. It's easy to say, but it's hard to create that kind of an atmosphere, an environment that you're always building and not tearing. It's so easy to tear down. We know yeah. that. You, you can... Uh, in my youth group one time, we, we spent a whole time with Lincoln Logs building up, and I timed them. Okay, how far can you get now in 10 minutes? Okay, now destroy it. Well, that was a matter of a second. Okay, wow. that's yeah. just the way it is in our lives. So if we can build kids up, even the bad shooters will get better. Yep. Now, they're not, I didn't say great, but they'll become better because their body is at least flowing. It's not working. The more pressure your body then works in a jerky fashion it's not coordinated mind and yep. body flowing 
Remember those games where some of those days you go into a gym and everything you throw up there. And you don't know. And you ask yourself, I remember as one kid, coach, I don't know why, but I can't miss today. I don't know why. And the next day, it's same shooter. You can't make a shot. And Michael Jordan covered that. And this is kind of going full circle again. Yep. Michael Jordan covered that when he said, he says, you know, he says, your biorhythms are, are constantly different. They're by how much water you have, how much pressure you're under, how much sleep you had, how much rest you, how, how many hours you put been in the gym, standing on your legs. All that's different every day. And so your biorhythms are different. Every someday it's everything's in, everything's in sync. Yep. Next day, same athlete, but the biorhythms are off. So that's why he says, I have to remind my body yep. the right way. Every day doing those, it's not that I know those three warm-up drills. It's not that I just know them. No, I have to do them every day, 10 perfect in a row. And then, by the way, when you do those warm-up drills with, uh, along the sideline, go to the free throw line and shoot 10 free throws. Because the free throw is the only shot you can shoot slow. If you can't do it, you learn slow. Nobody learns to walk by running. Nobody mm-hmm. learns to walk step by step by step. It's a slow process. And the free throw allows you to put your body in the best position because you're thinking, you're making sure it happens, and then you take the shot. And then you read your results. How many not only did I make is how many did I, did I make but hit the left or the right side of the rim? That means it was off four and a half inches that's your margin of error yep. you take your ball the ball the rim is 18 inches and you have four and a half on this side and you have four and a half on that side your ball is nine inches wide so your margin of error each time is four and a half inches so if you can't squish the ball slow when they're not coming at you how do you expect to make shots when you have to shoot Kiss me so you, the free throw line really is, and get that across to your kids. Where do you develop? Where do you have a problem? Go to the free throw line. Then read the rim. If you're always hitting right or left, and that means you're vastly you're off, you're off four and a half inches. If you're rimming the ball in from what is it, 13 feet nine inches to the center, it's not even 15 feet. To the center of the rim, it's the backboard is 15 feet. That's uh, a 13 okay. feet nine inch shot. If you can't swish it. That means there's something wrong with your mechanics. So squishes in a row demonstrate how proficient the ball is coming off your fingers. Again, where do you start? The three warm-up drills, look at yourself, and then you go to the free throw line and shoot them. So that's your process every day. Free throw lines coming to get, start with the truth, go to the free throw line and demonstrate that. And then after you do shoot the free throws, then you can start your other shooting game. I always suggest to have shooting games first. First, well, and you tie all that stuff together. Then you can start to put in plays and some of the other stuff, whatnot. Uh, but always do that stuff where you're, where you have, you're, you're strong and whatnot. Your mind is focused on shooting and mechanics. Try to do that right as much as you can in the beginning. Not that you're not doing it later on, but try to do that because you're training during that first part. And what's the most important part of the game that we want to train? What's the name of it? It's basketball. It's not dribble ball. It's not pass ball. It's not screen ball. It's not box out ball. You got to make the shot. Love it. I mean, you, you, it's, it's bottom line. You got to make the shot. So we want to emphasize that as much as possible. 
Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.